Welcome to Inside Sports Devon Gold Podcast, the first one for 2018. How exciting! Hello, Jeff. How are you, mate? I'm well, James. How are you? Yeah, yeah. excellent, excellent. We're uh, we're pumped, aren't we? Yes, we're back. <laughs> they allowed us to come back in 2018. <laughs> we, we pled, and they gave in. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, how, how exciting! It's um, we're all jaded and, and everything towards the end of last year, weren't we? But now we're we're fresh, <laughs> and we, we put out a hundred extra editions of the World Cup magazine. Well, it's just it. It's you know, yeah. it's amazing what you know, kind of a couple of weeks not having to think about you know sports can can do for yeah. you, right? Yeah. I, I guess a lot of you out there are thinking, you know, you know, pity these poor bastards. All they have to have to do is think about sports. <laughs> do that for free. Do that in my spare time. What did so, you do in your spare time? What did I? What did I do my, in my off season? Well, yeah, you know, yeah. you'll be you'll be amazed to know, James, that I actually got my middle finger amputated. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's good. Very funny. I know. I'm, you know, it's, uh, that was a lot of carriage. Not getting not getting rid of that one anytime soon. Uh, no, good. but the most league, most rugby league thing I did uh, during during the break was um, I bought a T-shirt for my wife. Yeah, and it is an outstanding a uh, Saint George. Elwar Dragons T-shirt, very fine product from the people at Forty Seven Brand, who oh, yeah. are indeed an advertiser in the mag. So I'm going to you know, say that very loud. I'll say it again. Forty Seven Brand, very <laughs> fine product, officially licensed product of the National Rugby League. For all your if they, wanna, if they want to direct more to this, uh, you know, kind of something specific, this podcast, you know, by all means, feel free. And Toyota and, yeah, and, and companies and all, as well. All of those as well. Google, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Facebook, yeah. Yeah, N- yeah. Nike, Nike's cool every, too. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yes, um, uh, you know. She yeah, it's and it's become it's become her favorite kind of yeah, shirt to sleep in. Is it? <laughs> the dragons in our old and, yeah, yeah, she, and she she is a big fan, and so yes, yeah, so yeah. you know, it's uh, I was I was delighted that I could find such a such, you know such a good shirt. No, that's so terrific. that's yes, yeah. I mean, it, uh, yeah, it's it actually has St George and the dragon on it. <laughs> and the Elora? No, yeah, the dispense with the. I have to look into that. Maybe it's yeah. like you know, kind of takes on the shape of you know Wollongong or something in the pattern. I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not altogether not too sure. Well, well done. So you chose <laughs> the right one. That's good. Oh, well, you know, yeah. How could I not choose the right one? <laughs> I um. And what did you what, what did you do? I'm pretty sure. I I, sure I know the answer to this. I, we went to Harvey Bay. Oh no, that's not the answer. And and I, <laughs> and I curiosity got the better of me. So I thought um, Harvey Bay has a rugby league team, the Harvey Bay Seagulls. So I went and checked out their home ground, which is pretty exciting. It, it's about as basic and and, and uh, as hot as you can get for a, for a footy field. And and you'll like this. So I rocked up to um, to, to the ground and uh, I started taking pictures. Sure enough, it was about a minute and a half until somebody came out of the main clubhouse and asked me what I was doing hanging around taking pictures. <laughs> and I thought. How am I going to get out of this? So I just confessed. I said, I'm a rugby league nerd. I'm taking pictures. I'm sure there aren't many of us around, but this is what we do. We take pictures. If you were better dressed, and you know, you might have looked like a property developer looking, <laughs> yeah. to, you know, yeah. looking to get you know land for his new uh, his new uh, apartment building. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been, yeah. It must be what they thought I was doing. But they had a big demolition derby thing coming up, and but like that that Saturday night, demolition derby, as a literal yeah. demolition derby, demolition as in derby, the kind of demolition derby that the kangaroos used to perpetrate <laughs> on their tours of uh, of Great Britain. That's correct. One of Fantastic. those. Fantastic. And a rodeo as well. Oh, so okay. so the, and then there's this weirdo a few days out from that taking photos of of the ground so maybe they thought I was somebody who was spying on their uh, 
operation. But yeah, I would have thought the correct answer for you, James, was you had, you had plunked yourself in front of uh, you know Fox League, and we're, you know we're, we're taking in you know the, the magnificent hours and hours of old oh, games. They show that was great. Which is almost oh. like my you know I, I I like that over certain parts of the season. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it's it is a summer thing now, isn't it? Is. it? Classic, it, it, classically, it is very much become a summer thing. Oh, and, and, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, on the AFL side too, really. If yeah, you, you know, if you're into that. Oh, definitely. Um, had a lot of fun with the Winfield Cup Twitter account. I was taking stills and, you know, um, posting little short videos, pirate, pirated off uh, Fox League's <laughs> coverage. I was disgusted, though. Here I waited go. all disgusted. night. Disgusted, strong word. 1987 grand final. There you go. Waited all night for the dramatic moment, and it never came because they edited out the hit crossbar moment. Ooh. In in that uh, so 1987 1989 yeah, nine, yeah you confused me there for a second it was disgraceful I, I couldn't believe why it. did they do why did they do that is that um, is that a conscious editing choice or they I, they didn't catch it in the, I in don't, the moment or I don't know all I'm guessing is whoever edited it mm. didn't really realise that that's that moment happened in that game oh, I right. couldn't believe that 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 still remains the most dramatic moment in a game of footy that I've ever seen mm. I, I'll never forget it I'm watching it as a kid. It's hit the crossbar. It was, it was amazing. Um, Do you remember seeing it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, on right. on, on yeah, television, yeah. yeah. Um, I met up with Wayne Pearce a couple of months ago and I joked oh, to him about it. Na- name drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I joked to him about it and he's still not over it. Maybe Wayne Pearce edited it, got the edit, you know, edited it out of the thing. You know? <laughs> he, he must have. <laughs> Wayne Pearce edit, editing out retro yeah. footy. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, maybe that's the dispensation that he has, you know, in, in his role on the commission. You, you, <laughs> Wayne, you, you, you get to do one thing in the league that you, yeah. you want as, you know, as part of your service, as in reward for your service to, to the game. Edit that one bit out of that game, and the, you know, I wanted that footage going around forever and more. It's like censoring it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, we are actually going to talk about stuff on, on today's show. Um, we are talking about stuff. Yeah. Not particularly helpful <laughs> stuff, but we're talking about stuff. It's, it's the pre season, it's a thousand years away from the start of the season, so we've got to talk about something. But this week we thought we'd talk about myths in rugby league, mm-hmm. you know, um, things that people have always held on to. If your team's going bad, it's because dot, dot, dot. Well, at least this happens dot dot dot. So we thought we'd uh, dedicate this show to 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 the great myths of rugby league. Well, it is the time of year for myth, yeah. isn't it? You know, I mean, isn't when it? you preseason is the time when anything is you know anything is possible, <laughs> and where real you know your imagine your imagination begins to fill in the gaps. You know, like Talk, uh, talking of preseason, so, so, yeah, we probably should talk about. Um, the the next game that's coming up is uh, on on the tenth of February. Oh, yes. That's going to kick everything off. Yes, that's Wigan playing Hull yes, in, a, in a Super League game, the first Super League game that's ever uh, going to be held outside Europe. That's on on the tenth of February, and then we've got two weekends. That's the Super League of England, not ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't. We have, have had a Super League game here. We, got, just, we, we played them in '97 and never played them again, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Someone on some English bloke on Twitter asked. I forget who they were asking, but um, they said, when is the Australian comp going to call itself Super League so that they truly align themselves? It's like, it's like did, you not, did you not see the war that happened <laughs> that nearly destroyed the game over that whole... That whole um, well, maybe, episode. Maybe yeah. the news dispatch hasn't made it back from the colonies yet. He has <laughs> <Yeah>. a bottle. <laughs> it's the bottle hasn't hit the shore yet. <laughs> I was going to say it's on the ship, but you know, <laughs> yeah, the bottle itself, like you know, we have to be lucky that it doesn't wash up in North Africa somewhere on its way to on its way to England. Oh my God! Yeah. So yeah. So that's um. Oh yeah. And so 
10th of February, that game, and then the next week, we've got week one of the trials. Um, and the trial matches, geez, we're going to some centres. We've got, we're going to Rotorua, uh, Cairns, uh, Toowoomba. Um, where else we got? We've got a trial in Port Moresby. The Broncos play the PNG Hunters. Oh, wow. Uh, Maitland, Mudgee. So, so, yeah. Get out and see your rugby league uh, uh, players. Um, yeah. People. But, uh, but, yeah, Regional people. Getting back to what you were saying, it's a great time of year, the trial matches, isn't it? <laughs> nobody loses. Like, if Unless you lose, you it's a trial. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then all trial matches are banned. <laughs> that's right. The second know. someone you know, falls down clutching his knee, yeah. and we're not seeing him until 2019, and then, and then somebody's lost. <laughs> and, then, and then it's let's ban trial matches. And let's ban trial matches. Yeah, that's so right. week one of the trials is 16th of Feb. Week two starts 23rd of Feb, and then there's two weeks off. And then the first round of the NRL is on Thursday, the 8th of March, um, and that's the Dragons and, and Broncos. So, um, but anyway, yeah, should we, should we get to our myth busting? Myths. Myths. Yeah. Myths. Um, I don't think if we're, I'm not sure it's busting. We, we might nah. actually reinforce a few. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're just accidentally. It's, it's myth bitching, isn't it, really? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> How do we, we we started on this by talking? That's right. We're putting our season preview together. That's right. And you came across a bunch of stats which really didn't look right, but but you checked them out oh. and and th- Listen, they checked I, out. I was knee deep in stats last week. Had tip to the outstanding Fox, Fox Sports Lab yeah. there that do you know, really great work. You know, kind of bringing insight to to you know, rugby league. Um, and yeah, there, there were in the sea of numbers. It's um, you know, I'm interested in. in across a range of sports kind of what stats actually kind of are meaningful and, and which ones are not yeah. like, and I'm curious about the ones that have been around for forever <clears throat> and then then kind of don't really kind of give you any kind of you know extra insight as to actually what's going on in the yeah, sport I mean yeah. James has heard me you know kind of you know complain very long and loudly about um, batting average in cricket but yeah. that's, a, that's a conversation for another day. But it's just a short way of me saying that, you know, it's, it's a stat that I don't think is particularly helpful. Uh, so, yeah, kind of having spent this entire week, like, looking at, um, yeah, the, the numbers for, you know, the 2017 comp, it was interesting to see kind of what, uh, what patterns emerged. Um, you know, it uh, kind of convinced me that even though we're probably getting a bit more sophisticated about what uh, kind of the, the, the stats we collect in, uh, in rugby league, we're not quite there yet as to <clears throat> no. you know, a set sets of numbers that um, kind of tell us, kind of point in the direction of yeah, of you know what uh, ha- what, what does a team need to do to be good? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it doesn't kind of index to success. I think is the words I was yeah. I was uh, or index the quality that uh, I was using for uh, for all the week. But, um, but you had a good one about relating to penalties. Oh yeah, 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 and, and yeah. It particularly. It, 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 it spoke to um, that myth that you know some teams get way more penalties than other teams, yeah. and that affects the whole season. And the refs love them. And mm. and but when you, but you boiled down the numbers, and there isn't a real big difference between the highest penalised and lowest penalised. Not teams, at all. And I mean, like like just if you look at last year's comp, like North Queensland was the team that was on the on the right end of the penalty count most often like yeah. they were they were plus 53 which is to say they got 53 more penalties than were awarded against them last year so they averages so they, out they two were, per game yeah um, effectively yeah. but um and they were ahead on the count yep in 21 of their 28 matches last year that's significant isn't it it is significant yeah, but yeah. you know and um but 
sorry, just finish the point. Yep. Parramatta was the it was was not the most penalized team, but the team that had the most you know, kind of had the worst net penalty rating. I mean, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the things we, we often hear is that uh, this is the most penalized side. Like Cronulla was the most penalized side last year, and I think yeah. Cronulla has been the most penalized side or been one of the top two most penalized sides for uh, for a while now. Yeah. Um, but. It just so happens that, and I think this has to do a bit with Cronulla's style of play, that um, they also get a lot of penalties in their favour too. So okay. the, the net penalty rating isn't too bad. But if you're an Eels fan, you probably do have cause for grievance last year because, yeah, they had 31 penalties more called against them than, um, than for them. Yep. But as you're saying, that's, that's less than one, that's, you know, 1. 1.3 or 1 and a third kind of a game. So, yeah, know, yeah. is that really significant? I mean, you know, ultimately these numbers don't reflect kind of, as I was saying to you, like, you know, where they occur, you know, do they, you know, uh, you know, on the field, when do they occur in the set, do they result in kicks for goal, do they result in, in, in actual points, yeah. you know. But um, I think one myth that it did kind of, you know, kind of did spark in my mind, it, it, I think it did, dis, did dispel the myth that, um, yep. that, you know, that, that the penalties are kind of the be-all and end-all of, of the game. And, you know, it's just, I think, a bunch of fans just, you know, bitching and moaning about yeah. know, the lack of you know, control their teams are exerting over their own fans. Uh, but no, the, the thing that's, um, the thing that kind of uh, got into my head and a myth that it kind of, you know, kind of confirmed for me is I actually do think refs in their own kind of minds when they are calling a game don't really call as they see on the field, like, you know, that, um, and I know no ref will probably ever admit this to me or to us, but I actually think they keep the count in their own head. Oh, I, I, I really do think that if, if they've called three or dare say even four or five in a row against one side, they will find a reason to blow the whistle in favor of the other team. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, uh, even if it's the most kind of like, you know, borderline, minor, low threshold, you know, kind of infraction, they'll do it. And they, I actually think they do. And that's part of the way that they manage the game. So, yeah, um, yeah. They, and if you, look at, if you look at the broad scale numbers of, of the penalty counts in the league, like, you know, one that kind of really jumped out to me was amazing. West's had a perfectly balanced penalty count last year. And you'll Jeez. usually find in any given year, some, somebody does. Yeah. We'll have yeah. a penalty count, a net penalty count of zero or less than five, <laughs> which is to say, yeah, in, in, the, in this often mad and chaotic game that, you know, that, you know, rugby, you know, that yeah, they play in the NRL. Yeah, somehow all the infractions just balance out. Yeah, and it wouldn't. And I bet yeah, every single fan of every team out there finishes a season disgruntled at the officials about how we were ripped off. Um, and in the end, as you say, like the numbers indicate that there is very, very little advantage. What did you say that um, Cronulla was? The, uh, sorry, the Cowboys' difference in penalties for and against was the biggest. Yeah. Which meant that they get an extra two penalties per game. Pretty much, than their opposition, opposition. And, they're, and, they're the, and they're the top team. And that's the top team. So that averages out to one, one penalty, yeah, one, one and a half penalties a game, less than that per half. Jeez, mm. it's nothing, is it? Not really. Not really. <laughs> not, not really. And the yeah. other kind of significant point I would make is that there's no real consistency from year to year. I mean, what was interesting is that you know yep. the Cowboys were plus fifty three last year. They were the year before they were minus fifteen. In their premiership year in the, in 2015, they were plus six, so almost plus parity. Six. And wow. you know the number of games they played, 28 matches this, that season. Of course, because they made the grand final, won the grand final. Uh, they were ahead in the penalty count in 14 and behind in the penalty count in 14. Okay. Symmetrical. You know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, yeah. There is really, there really is no pattern. Like you know, I mean. <laughs> Somebody can probably do a deeper dive into the numbers out there and prove me wrong and say, "Oh no, it's you know it's kind of statistically significant to you know to this degree for you know for uh, 
for for this team or that team. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's remarkable how that doesn't square with kind of your you know the experience of you know being a, a fan and you know hating the ref because he's, he's biased against your guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 as I say, every fan um, thinks the same way. So you can't have the referees ripping off sixteen clubs, can you? Or maybe you can. <laughs> um, my my favourite myth is. Um, want to hear all the time and it's that the season is getting longer and longer <laughs> I, I just to dispel it i pulled a um a, a year just out of random i, I like i like the, the uh, 1986 season just because that was when i started following the game and i always revert everything back to to that year and there you um go. So there you go. It's so always 1986 yeah. in James Smith's head. <laughs> back when Parramatta was my team. Um, oh yeah, that was before it, the Great Defection. Wasn't it, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So in 1986, the season began on a Friday night on March the 7th. This year, it's beginning on a Thursday night on the 8th of March. Here's the question, so, though. So there you go. Did the season finish later? Does, so does the season finish later now than it once did? They only played 22 rounds back in the 30s. No, no. 1986, they played 26 uh, rounds. Okay. Yeah, okay. which I, I was the same as you. Call me stunned. Yeah, I, I thought they had a 22-week season back then, but they had 26 rounds. Four um, split rounds or something like that? What was? Why, how did they get to 26 rounds? I don't know. They must have played each other. Oh, oh, there you go. They played each other twice, home and away. Yeah, but you know that's that still only gets you. You know that there was only 12 teams in the comp back then, wasn't there? So you know, you, yeah, you're, that's was. how you get 22 games. You played everyone twice. Maybe there were buys. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't research this uh, <laughs> <laughs> as deeply as what you expected me to. But you know, even uh, still, the, the point stands. You know, I mean, the, the amount of time that they're, you know, that they're taking up to play the season is still the, you know, yeah. the same amount of time, isn't it? Uh, and I don't know why. I don't know what what the, how the myth starts. Is it because all of us? It's because we. We notice that the players are playing in heat more these days, or and that we're more aware of of, of the player <laughs> comfort and, and safety. I don't know. I don't know. They're starting the season uh, at the same time. In two theories. One is media, probably. Yeah, like media. The media attention. Maybe we've just paid less attention during the off season back in those days. So yeah. there, there was kind of a sense of a feeling of. Um, of you know of of a break between you know, the the two years, um, the other one I'll say is what you just said: climate change. Because yeah, it does seem hotter in March than it used to be, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. And that's why you know maybe here's no, or here's another point uh, probably that uh, I can add to that. Did the guys train as as vigorously and as early? Go back to you know preseason as early as they uh, back in that in those days that uh, they do now. I don't think they would have. Yeah. See, w- no. was it more of a thing to go back in like February, as opposed yeah. to like they're, they're back basically by early December now. Like, that, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know of a side that I can't think oh. of a club that wasn't yeah didn't have them back kind of in in training by early December and then they, oh, had, yeah. they had their break over the. Um, over Christmas, a, a lot of them were training in November. Yeah, even yeah. late late October. Yeah, I mean, if, oh, if yeah, some out. of the, some of that had to do, I guess, with uh, with uh, World Cup co- uh, commitments. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But um, to answer your question before, um, now the grand final, like Dead said, in 1986, the grand final that was um, Parramatta's famous uh, trialless win, four two over over Canterbury. Uh, that grand final was held on Saturday, the 28th of September, mm. and this year's grand final is going to be held on the Sunday, the 30th. So, yeah. so there's no difference there. We're talking about exactly the same length. Um, and then, uh, as well, like at the end of the 86 um, season, there was that kangaroo tour that they went on. So these, these modern players 
won't have to deal with that. Like, as, but as you say, you had uh, the World Cup last year, which which was their route to I, I suppose. But um, it, 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 I don't know. It was quite interesting. Maybe maybe you're right about the weather. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> we're going to get some climate scientists calling us in now. Listen no, to these don't, don't, don't even yeah, don't even kind of go there. Listen, I think one thing that I, I would kind of point towards ubiquity as a, as a factor. I mean, one yeah. of the things is um, every game being on TV. Yeah, just, just exposure yeah. is a you know is, is I think just kind of gives us a sense that the season is is with us. You know, yeah, more yeah, kind yeah. of yeah, uh, longer than it than it really. Probably is. That's true. Um, yeah. You know, we, 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 talk, we talk about it being the 12-month-a-year game now. I mean, and so, yeah, mm. I think kind of those elements outside of just the, the months of the season uh, proper is, um, would be my way, I think, our intuitions register as it being... Uh, being well, I'm genuinely surprised, just as yeah, you yeah. are, that, yeah. I, I thought the season was much longer than it used to exactly. be. Exactly. I've always thought, yeah. Um, have you been to Redfern Oval before? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Redfern I love Oval. that the, the little the little um, cafe that they've got there, <laughs> yeah. table placement, or when you get to like your, uh, you know, when you order and you know yeah. they, they say, okay, well, you know, give you this to you know, um, yeah, like your little number to yeah. take to your table, so they know how to bring your, know to bring your food. It's all the South. It's like a Souths player. It's oh, every it? single okay. Souths player. I thought you were going to say that the tables are situated so you have to sidestep the tables and <laughs> they have to do a swerve. <laughs> Isn't that great? It really but, is. So um, you have a look at it now, mm. and you think this is about a five thousand capacity venue. Yeah. Um, so 1986, the opening game, um, Souths beat Saints 22 to four. There were 15,639 people there. Mm. 15,000 people at that ground. There's a lot of open areas, though. Yeah, yeah. Like at either end of the ground. Like, They're quite you know, deep, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, you could probably just stack a whole bunch of people in there <laughs> if, you really, if you really want to. Oh, God, it would have been a great, you know, great scene. That's a lovely little kind of place. To play imagine it. the people dispersing yeah. in that village like after the game. Like, yeah. The bars must have been a terrific place to be. and must have been kids playing in the streets. Reverend but... in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, and so this morning, I had just had a wild idea of uh, throwing this uh, this um, topic out uh, to the to the followers of the show. Fantastic response, people. Yeah, Best yet. Really, really. You good. obviously love your rugby league mates. <laughs> you obviously have very active yeah. imaginations with regards to the rugby league. And they're very passionate about the game, as we know. So, so this week's this week's question was exactly what we've been talking about. Um, uh, besides the, you know, there's the obvious Roosters salary sombrero myth, you know, that they've got multi-millions to, to play with in their cap. Um, Everyone so, has multi-millions to play with in their cap. Yeah, but they've got more. They've got a salary cap of $30 million. They can... That's uh, just to say they've got better accountants. <laughs> yeah. Cleverer accountants. Cleverer. Yeah. Uh, so we asked uh, you guys what your favourite rugby league myth is. Um, and Richard Hines, the, the famous sports writer... Steam sports writer, yeah, Richard yeah. Hines. Kicked us off. He said uh, um, it, he, his favourite one is the, the saying, the clubs are meeting privately to work together in the best interests of the game. <laughs> is that, that's the equivalent of uh, this player has a full support of the board or this coach has a full support of the board. Yeah. I, what I find interesting about that statement is that why do the clubs have to meet 
privately to figure that out. Because it's one thing you could probably do quite publicly, and like you know, people would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, but it's when nice I to know that the clubs can actually declare, you know, out in public, yeah, we're meeting to actually improve, you know, the state of the game. Yeah, but if you say that the clubs are meeting privately, mm. it doesn't matter whether it happens or not. It was meeting privately. We weren't even invited to the private it's meeting. It's almost like they're doing it because they're ashamed to do it. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we have to take a private meeting to make sure we're advancing the state. You know, you know the. Uh, the interests of the game. It's like a doctor's appointment. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Richard. Brilliant, mate. Keep it up. Um, DJ Godfather says uh, the saying, um, when Souths are doing well, rugby league is doing well. Greatest myth. That, that's his greatest myth. I would. I reckon we need, and like, let's write this down for future reference, we need to do a rating of, yeah, of... Of clubs in terms of that statement, yeah. I like that. I mean, I, I, we pretty much could do that for every sports league in the yeah. country because yeah. there's it, it always some variation of when X is doing well, yeah. the whatever league is doing well, and we should do a rating of yeah, like you know, like from one to sixteen in the NRL of what club yeah. is you know, and plainly I think Souths would would definitely be up there in that yeah. in that topic. I would have actually argued if you want to, no, let's not talk about the AFL. Place to talk about it but every yeah. time. Every time you mention the AFL on this show, yeah, we lose it. We lose like what yeah. four or five listeners, and and a butterfly dies. Oh god! Okay. And a, a butterfly gets eaten by butterfly, a baby kitten, and, and, and they both die. Okay, anyhow, let's let's okay, let's. Uh, but, but that's right. Okay, I, I, I just want to put out a claim there. Uh, what have you put, done, I'm gonna DJ? Put, I'm going to put James Smith on the spot. Yep. What is the sixteen? The number sixteen club there. What is the club that who? Whoever they're doing, their status of doing well doesn't matter a whit to the National Rugby League. Oh, I hate to be really, really harsh, but I'd, I'd say the Gold Coast. <laughs> Did you thought I'd say the Roosters? No, 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 no. I don't think a Sydney club could be could be the 16th. Yeah, the like there'll always be some popular support. Yeah, they've all got yeah, they're all got the romance Actually, attached might, to them. Come, come to thinking, yeah, come to think of it, I think you're right. I think yeah, it might, I might, it might be the Titans. My immediate, the immediate only because you made me pick one. The way my immediate thoughts were turning were <coughs> maybe the storm, but um, oh yeah, yeah. but uh, I think you know it's it's helpful for the, just on the level that you know the storm being good does help the league in the sense that you know you got this you know, kind of you know, kind of foothold in Melbourne, yeah, that, uh, yeah. You know, so that's that's probably elevates it slightly. My the, my one would be when Para is going well, rugby league. That would be the one. That would be the one yeah. I'd, I'm thinking of. I, you I, know. I remember um, when Parramatta last were right up there. They had this preliminary final against Canterbury and out at ANZ Stadium. I think I think there was like seventy one thousand people there. That was the game before the grand final. Yep. Like that's I'd never forget that. I, I looked at the I was just sitting in a normal seat and I looked around and I thought, This is good. This yeah. is good for the game. Like you know, I, and, and South as well. I yeah. totally agree. Like I yeah. think the next kind of great kind of like bandwagon wave we're gonna see is and the reason I no, I'll do it anyway. The reason I brought up the reason I brought the AFL because I was going to talk about yeah, Richmond. Yeah. I've always felt that okay. way when, when yeah. Richmond started winning again, and geez, yeah. we're all going to die wondering. I thought up until last year, uh, but much like Souths, what is that? Four years ago now, yeah, 2014. Yeah. 2014. Yeah, you would think that yeah, the minute that um, that uh, yeah, the um, the, uh, uh, the the Eels get off their Thirty was it now thirty two year skid? Yeah, nine eight six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that will kind of really kind of fire up the the uh, that, that very very large and very very kind of yeah, enthusiastic kind of fan base. Yeah, just need a cause to believe. So I, I would definitely agree. Yeah, they're in the top two. But that is a few. That is an exercise for the future. And but I, I do like this, this sentiment from from uh, from DJ Godfather. Very true. <laughs> okay, and what about this one? Who is DJ Godfather's team? Do we know that? Uh, you know. Uh, no, no. Declared. No, I'll have to uh, 
go and ask him who it is. Um, here we go, continuing <laughs> along the south, the south theme, Ben Searle says that he, he doesn't like the myth that Souths are the pride of the, of the league. I think a lot of people have gotten, yeah, a bit, uh, yeah, a bit over it in the last yeah. four years. But what does that mean? Like, does that mean that if aliens ever visited um, Sydney, mm. that if, if they wanted a representative from every, every walk of life, that Souths would say, we're, we're going to represent going. rugby league because we're the pride of rugby league? I want to know where this is going. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, no. Oh, um, <laughs> what does it mean? Does it mean that they're the best? That they're the the way that they do things is the way is the best is the way that we should all be looking up to. Honestly, or? wouldn't you just go up to the aliens and say, you know, you know, you plainly can fly, you know, ships very fast. You can just <laughs> go up to Brisbane. The pride of the league is up there. Whoa! <laughs> Jeez, mate! Slap in the face, Sydney. Jeez, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> um, okay, Steve Kuypert, who is a former colleague of ours, and a Where guy who would be very delighted if you know, yeah. indeed, Parramatta came back. You that, know, he, he's waiting on it. <laughs> Come on, hopefully this year, Steve. Uh, he says, rugby league myth, eh? Did the Parramatta Eels count? There we go. So, so he's just smashed his own team. Smashed his own team. Yep. AJ Mithen, um, the, he, he doesn't like the myth that Ricky Stewart can't coach. Hmm. I'm, I'm with him there. He can coach. Of course he can. He got, got Canberra to within a game of the grand final two years ago, didn't he? Maybe he just my, my thoughts are basically Ricky Stewart can coach, and he's going to coach everyone because at the rate he's going, he'll get through every team in the league. He's intimidating, isn't he? Do you remember that um, that uh, story that our old colleague Aaron Scott told of Paul Gallen being scared of Ricky Stewart? Do you remember that? No, I don't recall that. Yeah, one. yeah. yeah. He right. says, that, yeah, everyone is scared of him. He's got such a respect amongst the playing group. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'm with you, AJ. I reckon that's. Load of crap. Um, <laughs> ne- the next, <laughs> the next myth that we're going to destroy is uh, the one that the loose offload um, offered up, and his is uh, his or hers is the Cowboys referee conspiracy from a few years back used to make me laugh. Also, Queensland as the underdogs. <laughs> That's <laughs> a pair of beauties there, isn't there? There you go. Yeah, it's terrific. Um, Big T. Uh, there's, they talk about the myth of if you have a great spine, your team is great. Hashtag New Zealand Warriors. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> These are all terrific. Any any comments there? Um, it, it says it all. I it? think I think the inverse is not not the inverse, so to speak. But is it true? I don't think you can be a great team without a great spine. Is no. what I'm saying. You know, okay. I, I think I think you've got to reverse the logic. It's like. You know, I don't think having a great spine is enough to be a great team. Yep. But you can't be a great team at all if your spine is average. Is <laughs> probably the um, okay. Yeah. So, you know, I think, yeah. All right. And I think you know, um, sorry, Big T might might even dispute that notion. But um, yeah, I, I don't can't think of a great team that's had right. an average spine. So, so the opposite isn't the myth, yeah. Uh, Brendan Johnson. It's not quite the opposite, you know, but, you know, maybe it's, is it the converse? I don't know what the logical term for it the is. Inverse? But, uh, the inverse? No, it's not the inverse, because the inverse would basically say if you have a, if you have a, isn't it the inverse, if you have a terrible spine, you have a terrible, your team is terrible? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's the... Oh, no. Those words are it's, too it, The clause is, it's, it's the clauses are reversed. Okay. I'm, I'm saying you, if you have a great team, more than likely your spine is, is, is great too. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I don't think a spine... Is, is enough to be a great team? No, no. no. But if you, have a, if you have a great team, you li- it likely implies you have a great spine. Yeah. Is what yeah. I'm, is the, is but if you point. take that myth too literally, then, yeah, he's, he's right. Mm. You need more than that, for mm. sure. 
Um, Brendan Johnson. So yeah, I think we've got it. We've, we've circuited all around this to agree. To, yeah. to, yeah, we to we strongly big, agree yeah. <laughs> that Big T is actually correct, and we've just complicated. I have needlessly complicated <laughs> the entire the entire deal. I don't think I don't need things needlessly complicated for. <laughs> This is rugby it. league. You know? <laughs> That's right. Laurie Daly's uh, famed simple game for simple people, right? <laughs> yeah, I love the second part of that saying. Yeah, anymore. and you know, you actually can say it because it's a podcast. But anyhow, like you know. Anyway, pr- proceed. That that will be the subject of a podcast. Yeah, time, so. yeah, I could talk about that. Brendan Johnson, um, uh, his favourite uh, myth is. The video ref chicken time quota. Oh, I love that one. Um, about, about my favourite. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't had we haven't had a video ref decision, i.e., uh, at, you know, i.e. an ad for KFC for about twenty three minutes. Let's go to the video ref. So. You know what's appalling to me, and I apologise for just jumping out of sport again. Yeah. Uh, the the there was a run out. I think in either the Sydney was it the Sydney or the Melbourne Test. Oh right. Sean Marsh. Okay. As they were yep. kind of trying to run up, it must have been Sydney because they were trying to run up the total. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was so obviously out, like you know, because they they were really pushing for it, and he was already walking off. Yeah, yeah. And the umpire sent it to the third, uh, to the you know, to the third umpire or the, the the person upstairs, DRS, whatever. Anyway, okay. Like they don't even. I don't think they even bother looking anymore. They don't even bother looking if the guy's, you know, in, you know, in, in his ground. They just figure, oh, geez, there's somebody up there who can tell me anyway, so yeah. I don't have to bother. But I, I can That's see, appalling. I know, yeah. It's appalling what it is at, as far as what the cynicism surrounding well, the, whole, yeah, the yeah. amount of times that we need a KFC ad. Well, no, I mean, it's, you know, you can call him out. He's, not, yeah. he's very obviously not out. Why do you yeah. need to, like, I get that, you know, that umpires are very human and they don't want to cover their ass, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, um, yeah. There's. I think it's not only this. Just, yeah, the, the chicken time thing. I think is a real thing. So but, you think um, it's genuine human incompetence and reliance on these things? There's that, a degree of that. Okay, I think, yeah, I think there's yeah. a degree of that, particularly with every grounding that happens yeah, yeah, these definitely. days. Like yeah. you know, if, if, as, if it's not a guy who's just walking in untouched, you know, I think all of them are kind of like uh, a kind of yeah. Um, in in league, it's grounding. In in cricket, it's very much to do with uh, yeah, kind of. No balls and, and runouts, you know, yeah. kind of where they are on the line. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if that chicken time thing is a thing. Oh, yeah. Jamie Howard um, owns that. Yeah, he actually said it to a ref once. Oh, we're going upstairs because it's chicken time, are we? I, I, I love that. Um, so David uh, Balfour's um, uh, he, he's suggesting he's or he's it used to be that um, Origin was rigged. <laughs> so um, yeah, we we don't hear those calls anymore, do we? we because uh, they've, rigged, they've rigged it a lot. <laughs> yeah, they've <rigged> it <laughs> towards it in favour of one. Team. Listen, no, 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 wait a second. The, the one that's persisting is the is the live rubber myth. Isn't oh, okay. It? You know that the idea that you know that, that game two is always going to be harder on the team that's won game one. Oh, yeah. To yeah. keep just to keep the series, uh, yeah. keep the series live. That yes. that one is that one is a uh, surely is a is kind of that's still got some durability in it. I'm sure if you ask them, oh yeah, you're probably right. If you ask. Us the players, they'd say every game is, is extremely hard. Not not the game two is any harder than than the other games. Yeah. yeah no, right. I'm saying that you know that whoever has whoever has won game one. Yeah. They're basically going to get like um, they're going to get the short end from the ref oh, okay. at least yeah. at the start of game two because they want to keep 
the series. They want the other team to win game two, yeah. so the series is alive in game three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the idea that's, yeah, that's two yeah. nil series are not you know what are not really good for for the series. No, no, yeah, no. So two two nil results rather. No, the promoters don't like that, do they? No, so that's why I'm saying you know is yeah. there is there some credibility to the uh, you know to. And come to think of it, that's what David's saying. Yeah, yeah effectively. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, David. Jeez, we're ballsing a lot up today. <laughs> here we go. We're, we're trying to get back into season form. Like, <laughs> that's no, right. We're still in pre-season here. It's great. Yeah, heads are still um, in, in the sun. Um, here we go. Prof, Prof Davis. Prof M. Yes. Davis, the Prof, ARL the, Commissioner. The Prof, the Prof Davis contribution. And always come to this is part of the responses. It's always, you know, always good stuff. And her very useful oh, contribution yeah. is the myth that each year... New South Wales <laughs> commences an origin dynasty. Love it. It's great, isn't it? Love like, it. Like Phil Rothfield and the Telegraph. They, they, yep. This is our year, and not only is it this our year, this is our first year of many years, and we win one game, and then we get, we're about to go on a dynasty of origin wins, and then somehow we lost the series. <laughs> it's a good one. What happens then the day when the New South Wales side wins four in a row? Oh, then origin's dead. Yeah. It yeah. Just pack it up. Yeah, pack it up. It's not working. But that, that'll be the legit New South Wales dynasty, isn't it? It's never happened. No, no. no. We've done three is the top. They yeah. won three, like isn't it twice or three times? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. No. Um, uh, Joe Hedger, our um, cuz eight eight eight. Oh yes. Bloke, our um, Henderson Gill fan. <laughs> He's the myth that he hates is Souths fans have no teeth. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the complete opposite of the pride of, from pride of the league to having no teeth. <laughs> they do have in, teeth. in the space of about five tweets. <laughs> Fantastic. That's well, a massive range of um, of issues here. Um, and who else have we got? So we've got sports best friends. Um, uh, they talk about um, the myth of there being a problem with no one attending the SFS, and they go on to say that um, it's awesome walking out after a game with a few of your mates. There's no crowd to deal with uh, and to find yourself in the cricketers' arms with more people than we're at the stadium. <laughs> this is the best hashtag. Hashtag Sydney is a weird and wonderful place. Yeah, there's, there's better beer in there than in the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full-strength beer. I, I, I know what they're saying because um, if there's no-one at the footy, you've got no issues with getting out of there. You can, you can just stay there for 10, 15 minutes after the... After the game, if you want, nothing worse than trying to get out of a stadium with 40,000 other people. It's horrendous. That's true, but I, yeah. I tell you one thing that modern stadiums do quite well is that they do disperse crowds. Yeah, definitely. Quite, quite a bit effectively. And, and I mean, that's a horrendous ground for, yeah. for I mean, one crowd of the things dispersion. Like, yeah, the MCG disperses its crowd fantastically yeah, it does, well. It? You know, I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. considering that you can kind of... When was I last there? Um, I think that... Uh, Exhibition soccer match between uh, Argentina and Brazil, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. eighty thousand people in there, and uh, yeah. Yeah, they got them out. You know, I was dreading having to trying to you know, walk out. My, I was staying relatively close to the G, but it was on the other side of where we entered from. Okay, and yeah, got out with no trouble at all. Wow! And I had my two young nephews there, and you know, it's always a bit of you know, you always a bit worried in that crush of people like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah it just it disperses like yeah, nothing else. No, that's that's good. way too serious. Let's, you know, I know. Yeah. How do we get talking to that? Uh, David White. Um, they talk about the myth of the Dragons Illawarra strip being jinxed. 
God, that, how's that for a joint venture? There you go. What they need is they need to buy, they need to make the t-shirt that I bought for, for my wife earlier, really, their new playing strip. The one without Illawarra on it. The one without Illawarra. <laughs> oh, no, you can, you, can, you can integrate Illawarra in a way. Oh, no, poor Illawarra, gosh. And Stuart. Is, is this the time to bring up that, you know, what is the more proper logo? Is it St. George or is it the Dragon? Um, yeah, because they're, they're the Dragons, aren't they? I love, the, I love your take on this. They should have been the Knights. Their logo or, is somebody attacking a dragon, mm. which, which is weird, isn't it? Well, no, the whole idea is they should have been the Knights, shouldn't they? Um, yeah, yeah, because... The St. George Saints, the St. George Knights, but instead they picked the thing that St. George killed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's who we are. Yeah. It's like the Rabbitohs. Yeah, the Rabbito being a person who used to sell dead rabbits. It's not, they're not the rabbits. Here we go again. They're the, they're the rabbit sellers, yeah. That's why you hate the term bunnies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not what they are. The bunny killers. Is <laughs> yeah. yeah, the proud bunny killers. And finally, Stuart Stanford uh, nominates um, that saying that you hear at the start of every year about the refs um, are going to crack, crack down on the ruck this year. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that, it's every year. Every year. And then week one comes and everyone forgets about it and moves on oh, to... Oh, week one comes, they blow the whistle a bunch of times and then they yeah. forget about it around two because it just absolutely killed the game. And then, yeah, and everyone goes back to whinging about the Roosters' salary something. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so thanks very much for everybody. Yes, fantastic yeah. response, people. We, like, we, yeah. we should all start offering prizes for this, shouldn't we? Yes, we should. Books, yes, etc. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah so we'll, we'll have to uh, fire yeah, we'll, that yeah, up. Yeah, we'll look into that. Um, Prof Davis, you cannot win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And you cannot win every week, despite your outstanding efforts. Your <laughs> prize is a seat on the commission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well done. Lucky you. Um, so now what are we going to do? Before we uh, wrap up, um, we've actually got a magazine on sale at the moment. Oh, yes. You just want to pick your highlight of the mag, mate? Well, yeah, putting a guy who got dropped from the Australian <laughs> cricket side <laughs> of the car. I was going to dance around that. <laughs> There's still four, four more games for him to get picked. Oh, yeah, geez. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, well, 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 I'm hopeful. While we're on that, that's disgraceful, isn't it? <laughs> that's really, can you believe that, that he wasn't picked in the Australian one-day squad? Like, Isn't this the difference between cricket and, like, footy in Australia? Yeah, Like, if, if someone like you know, Freak Maxwell would kind of yeah. pick and stick in any footy side in the country for yeah. his ability, and, you know, yeah, even if, like... You know, he's not exactly a huge transgressor of the team culture. It's not like you no, know, he's, he's misbehaving or anything like that. But no, you know, that's, uh, what, that's, what makes, that's, what make, that's what makes the cricket side different to other yeah. sides in Australia. It's, it's you like a, your classic animal being designed by a committee, isn't it? Like you've got well, 12 men sitting around a table and somehow they've come up with a decision to leave out the most talented one-day cricketer in, in the country. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, so within this, uh, not a lot of rugby league um, being February, but... Apologies, you only have to wait one more month. <laughs> yeah, it's not really enough. Plenty of rugby league to come from, you know, from every edition now until close to the end of the year. Well, the, the little sliver, one of the two little slivers uh, in this edition is uh, I had the opportunity to chat to Greg Pickhaver. Um, you, you know who he is. He's uh, um, H.G. Nelson of um, Rowing H.G. and... Um, we talk about uh, their coverage of the state of origin back in the day a lot, uh, you, you and I, and so I had to ask him about it. And um, he had to ask him about those days 
um, where they sit and talk about backdoor Benny and, and all those characters. And uh, he, he offered this to me. He said, uh, State of Origin always represented, represented the current in the cake of our year's work. The idea that we'd get a heap of steam, steam up about some issue. If that's awarded a try, I'm leaving here. I'm not going to call Rugby League again. I'll go home and burn my collection of Rugby League weeks, or whatever it was. I remember there was this guy called Jim Bannigan. He became a manager of players. He used to take his annual holidays from the police force and go and act like a team manager for the Queensland side. So people keep sending us photos of this guy um, who would run, run on with the team and wander around and do things with the team, but we never knew who he was. So we invented this whole world connected with him. Stuff like that was great invention and, and terrific fun. And that, that's why it was, um, it was good to talk to him as Greg Pickhaver and not H.G. Nelson, which was, which was sort of, it gave a little bit of a more colourful insight into, into the motivations of um, Roy and H.G. So, so, yeah, if you love your footy, that's basically all there is in, in our current edition. Um, most of it's all cricket and summer sports, isn't it? Apart from the winter, <laughs> apart from the winter Olympics, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to leave that in too because that deserves to be left in that, that yeah, comment. It's there. Plenty of summer sports apart from the one that's played in the snow and the ice. It's, it's been know. a long year, mate. <laughs> one, one week one for week, me. One week and it's already been a long year. Yeah, uh, All right. Anything more to add? Um, I just wanted to tout that uh, we are working on our, uh, our, NRL, our NRL preview edition and we'll be back yep. with the pod next week where sure we, will. I think we'll be soliciting some of your help oh, yeah. in, in, uh, in putting, this, uh, putting this preview together um, mm. because, just because, you know, I feel like, you know, we feel like that, uh, yeah, it's kind of a good way, a good opportunity uh, yeah, for, uh, to go about this. It's uh, Love this time of year. Always, yeah, it's a good yeah. time to get excited. Like I said, the imagination grows, but that's a good thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. How, uh, yeah, we had one of those spectacular moments yesterday where we were debating. Um, uh, where was it? What we we were debating where was it? Cronulla, where Cronulla would finish, or something like that. We were trying to. We were going back and forth about you know why they should finish like you know where they are if we thought the teams from them were, were yeah. better than, than they were or you know. yeah yeah so yeah it's um yeah it's always fun time of year when you kind of get into hypotheticals like this and you know you, you just talk a lot of you know <laughs> things that are just ridiculous <laughs> when you get down to it yes yeah, it's very um it's, it's difficult predicting uh, what's going to happen this far out but something we have to do isn't it mm. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Like, I think, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I think the fans, I think, I think it's one of the most essential things you do as a fan. Yeah. You kind of like, you know, in your own mind, you know, you say, okay, this is where, you know, this is the hierarchy in my own mind of where the teams will finish this year. And I, I think that goes to shape kind of like the way you see a season play out. Like, you know, a yeah. team that you expect to finish, you know, 16th but finished 8th has had a good season. A team that you expect to finish 3rd but finish 7th, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's had a disaster, you know. So I still haven't forgiven Cronulla for getting the spoon when I said they win the comp a couple of years ago. <laughs> you were just what? You were just two years early? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Three years early. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah I was, it was early. That was an anomaly because it was a, you know, that was just a one blip for, I think they made the finals every other year. Oh, you no, know, that was the supplement year. It was everything just exploded. Was that the supplement year? Yeah, or was it, it was. the year after the supplement year? No, it, it was that year because it, it, actually we went to print. Mm. Sorry, we, we went on sale. And I think that all blew up within weeks of us going on sale. Yeah. But I'd, I'd actually written the material in December. So there was this massive lead-in and everything went wrong. Yeah, and people still tease me about it. So, 
I'll, I'll recover one day from it. There'd be more therapy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All good. Is that it? Yep. yep. Okay. Good. See you next week.